This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Let's do it. All right. Hey, good listeners. Welcome back. It's another week of SG Fun, a Stargate Comfort podcast. Hello. This week. Nope. I don't say what's happening this week. I tell you who I am. I'm Sarah. I watched this shit in the 90s, kind of. And now I'm watching it. And now I'm watching it. I'm watching it with my friend Tori. Yes, I'm Tori. And I never watched this in the 90s or the aughts or any time until we started this podcast. Big uh, fan of the movie, so I'm having uh, a ball. Um, and now I've seen, you know, almost half, so I don't know what that means. But yeah, we're here. This is a comfort podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, we started in the pandemic, and we're continuing. And uh, we're here. We're, we're, we're rolling. Let's. We're just going to have our top of the episode. Um, hello to our two friends. Hey, Mike. Oh. <laughs> hey, Francisco. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we love Mike and Francisco. Hey, yeah. hey, uh, guys. Uh, I hope I hope you're here. Why are you making it weird? I thought we'd just oh, say hi. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I made, I, I made I it weird I, enough. I, I made I it weird you enough last week. Do you, you guys want to go get crumpets sometime or you know, something? You don't have to. We were just talking about crumpets. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no, uh, we're, we're, we're rocking here. And... Uh, We've got uh, season four, episode 12. I forgot to write the name down. You know what? It's tangent. That's yeah, that's stupid. That dead silence makes that so much is, sense because that... I'm like, is it though? Did they like mix up scripts and somebody put the cover page for one that made sense to be called ta- tangent? What the on hell top of does this? that mean? I don't know because. That's why I, I didn't know. write it down. I didn't even give it. Yeah. <laughs> What would you, what would you, what did you want to call it? Oh, episode 12, Hammond's Hummer. Ah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's suggest. I like that. Yeah. I, uh, I had, um, episode 12, Serenity Ilk. Oh, no, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you're Why saying. the fuck is that dude so calm? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know, that's pretty good. Uh, I also got episode 12. We're all feeling pretty fucking good about ourselves. <laughs> I got episode 12, My Favorite Tokra. Oh, Feels like my favorite Martian. My favorite Tokra. Um, no, that's good. Episode 12, uh, Scum Sucking Slimy Snake Ass. <laughs> <laughs> I got episode 12. I thought you were bringing the snacks and the diapies. <laughs> oh, yeah. How long? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, my final one is episode 12, Apollo 24. Oh, that's so good. I I have um, <laughs> episode 12, Upside Down Pineapples Around Jupiter, which is a reference to the concept of swinging around Jupiter. Oh, okay. And uh, got negative nudging capabilities. <laughs> <laughs> Negative I nudge. I almost did Negative say that one. nudge. I just like that. <laughs> um, let me do the math. Yeah. 
Digger One's not funny, but a much fucking better title. I had just nudge also. Nudge. nudge. Just nudge. Atmospheric Interference, also a better title. Wahoo! Better title. <laughs> yeah. Dur. And I've got Dur. What makes it fly? <laughs> oh, never mind. I don't want to know. Dur. <laughs> um, from, from General 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Right. Uh, Oh, it's great. Um, yeah, well, uh, this episode aired September 15th, 2000. Directed by Peter DeLuise, you know, mm -hmm. and written by Michael Cassut uh, or Cassut or something like that. Um, uh, Michael has, uh, only wrote two episodes for the series. Um, this is the first one. And okay. uh, yeah, no, uh, spoiler alert. Um, I, I think this episode is much different than a lot of the ep other episodes. I think there's something about it. This is like a movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. some, in some good ways and some weird ways. With a lot of jargon. With a lot of just, j mm. like, j just physics, things like that, you know? It's very heavy on that, and I, it's probably <laughs> due to uh, uh, Michael Kasut, uh, um, who, yeah, kind of just wrote uh, other things it's along Kassut. this way. Cassut, okay. I don't uh, know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's really well written episode for what. Do it you is. have a Do you have a favorite piece of jargon? Because I do. That's one of those questions I ask you because I have an answer. My favorite is um, in fighter pilot shows when they say "no joy," meaning didn't fucking happen. Ooh. Fail. Oh. I love that one. That's my favorite. Okay. Oh, actually, well, yeah, I do, and it's one of the first things I wrote uh, at the very beginning. Carter's like. Tilk just said, all he said was he's going to push the envelope. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Uh, what is that? You don't mean? know what push the envelope means? No. What does it, what does it mean? Oh, it's just, um, it's kind of like, um, just pushing it, pressing your luck a little bit, testing that outer boundary. Oh, okay. I wrote, I don't know does that, that mean it... get your ass in gear? Because <laughs> I thought he was late. <laughs> oh my God. Pushing the envelope. Yeah, because we because we start we're at this open. Oh wait! Ooh. Oh no! Tori, uh, we're we're all gonna die. Oh yeah! Uh, it looks like I'm I'm in the I'm in the pilot seat. Uh, to right. summarize this episode in 24 seconds, or I lose oxygen, I lose power. Sorry, I had a nine hour my timer set to nine hour and thirty minutes because of um, a wham album that was. <laughs> on eBay. So now I got to get back to 24. Here we go. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I'm ready. Ne negative nudge me. All right. Nudge. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So we're on an airfield. Some general comes in. We got a new ship. Tilk is uh, super happy about it. They're having fun. It's Go Out Wolden, American design. O'Neill and Tilk go up to test it out. They get fucked. It autopilots to some like Apophis planet somewhere. So, the whole rest of the episode is everyone trying to figure it out. Carter does. Jacob's there. Uh, they rescue him. And, uh, but the ship's fucked. And. Wow, good. I had to um, do some real easy math there because I accidentally set a 24-minute timer. And I was like, why does he have so much oh. goddamn time? Oh, <laughs> but you did, did such did, a good yeah. job. I well, only well. gave you 24 seconds. I only gave you 24. You did it in like 22, 23 seconds. Oh, okay. Well, we all, I can always find out when I'm when I'm editing it because no, the, the, it. The, mu the music is 24 seconds long. So I always oh. can see. Well, no, but I did like... Um, you did the math. Yeah. <laughs> 
it was okay. easy. It was, it was almost as easy as um, doing the time math that later in the episode that they think they have to dumb down and ex- ex- get explicit with us about. It's like it's like literally subtracting the number four or something. So right. thanks. Right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, McNeil. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're at this open air landing site. Now that you've saved the mountain, we're not even at the mountain. No, oh, yeah, we can do we can do the test. And yeah, and like I said, yeah, everyone's there except Tilk. And I don't know. I just got the vibe that like Tilk was late. <laughs> <laughs> I got the vibe that everyone was I, I can't because of um so my stepmother was also my dad's in the, was in the army and my stepfather was in the army and my stepmother was also in the army mm. and she's the one who liked to tell me a really inappropriate shit at the age of 12 like those are called cunt caps, mm, which okay. I brought up again, but I cannot look at those envelope hats without thinking about like you, you, <laughs> you hold them, you hold them lengthwise with the opening at somebody and then you push down oh. and it's, you've got a vagina, Great. I guess. Great. Uh, Hilarious. Beautiful. But that's through the, that's, it's caught on. It's caught on. <laughs> and now we're bringing it back. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. The gang's just, yeah, they're just looking around and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, Hammond rolls in in like a sweet Hummer mm-hmm. and we got a new someone, uh, roll we got, up. yeah. The captain from 21 jump street, the show with Peter DeLuise and Johnny Depp uh, and Holly Robinson uh, and something when I can't, is it Harry when maybe, or was his character Harry anyways? Pretty good memory, Sarah. Thanks. Well, I didn't know that. I, yeah, I never really watched <laughs> 21 Jump Street. What? Oh, yeah. That's because you weren't um, misguidedly in love with Johnny Depp when you were <laughs> in, in junior high. But I love General Vadrine Air Force. Do you know there's a, there's a, they've got a Space Force one in there now. Oh, I love it. I want to be, I want to be that person. Was that the Joint Chiefs? They're all generals from their, or admirals or whatever so they added a seat they added a seat in the inform- in the situation room for the space force general who just gets to yeah. sort of sit there and be it's the but, weird but be the coolest weird general. This, but is it <laughs> it's gonna be so I, weird yeah. like listen i don't even know if they let like the coast guard have like an admiral at the um at the table but oh. if they do if they do and you're the you're the coast guard top guy you're happy when Space Force gets added to the roster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're like, this fucker's ridiculous. Am I right? Like, <laughs> what even is he in charge of? <laughs> like, nothing. Well, well no, I, I mean, no, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, from a couple of just random, like, military TikToks that I see every now and again, mm-hmm. uh, or YouTube shorts, I'm sorry. Uh, it seems like the Coast Guard's still getting dunked on quite hard. <laughs> and Space Force, they, 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 they're just sort of... They're out there, but they're also kind of, you know, they're kind of cool, right? You know, right, because they're they're mystery and they're space. Yeah, they will be very. That will be the most important seat at some point in the future if we keep on a trajectory. Yeah. I guess. I guess if I were in the space force, I would really like it if somebody else had started the space space force and maybe they hadn't copied the star the Starfleet logo. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know. Whatever, like seems silly my i my great grandfather was in the coast guard just in case anybody wants to be like fuck you i'm in the coast guard oh yeah yeah no like i don't know i don't know i'm not in the coast guard that's too hard for me it's very it's (laughs) very important it's a very important branch yeah 
They do a thing at the coast. They do a thing. We yeah, we have lots <laughs> of coast that I don't want to do. So thanks. Calm down. Th- thank you for your service. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, uh, General Vadrine, uh, he gets out there, and yeah, and I guess I guess you know SG, uh, they have something to show. Uh, do you know who general. else is there? Oh, uh, Major Davis, I know is there. As Major well. Pretty Fly for a white guy is there. <laughs> what that's right okay 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 he's handsome um and he looks different he looks not he doesn't blend into me oh i got you um well yeah no and and the thing is is i'm like okay i mean maybe tilk's not late because they're yeah she's got something up their sleeve and because they are all fucking super fucking pleased with themselves already right but they're not too pleased for introductions where they do a little bit of an airplane, the movie moment I know. where they're like, doctor, major, major, <laughs> captain, doctor, doctor. It was amazing. It was a good episode. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Tilk finally arrives and he flies right, in right. super fucking low in some sweet go out old ship. That is some maverick shit. And I'm like, that's, that is, is that Tilk's jam? Some top gunning? No, 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 no. That that's the thing. Like, cause we see, we see. He's having the time of his life. He's got a yeah. smile on his face, and so I was like, okay, makes sense. That's why he's been. You know, one, one can interpret him in the past episodes as a bit stoic, maybe even sad. Because look, he at at heart, he's a pilot. That is his oh, thing. He has been grounded right. for two fucking years. He never has any fun either. Like he just like he Lilu Dallas our news. And then was just like, I'm not even going to Disney World. I'm not going anywhere. I do want to see some like what for me are very futuristic modern buildings. Can I go to Singapore, please? Mm. Like, <laughs> and can I fly there myself? I, I mm-hmm. <laughs> please. And can I have a hat closet? Like, I would really like it if it were like humidity controlled. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. I got some nice fucking hats in here. They're piled in the corner. It's all is literally all I spend my salary on. <laughs> he's got a hat. He's got a hat and candle budget. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, this is, but this thing is sweet. Apparently it's a, it's a hybrid of American and Gould parts. What a fucking terrible plan. What a Whoa. dumb fucking idea. Like I immediately like, okay, I'll get to it later, but I'm like, that's a bad idea. But I do like that general 21 jump street has, he's like, what am I here for? What are we seeing? What is it? What does it mean? How does it fly? How yeah. did you make it? I don't understand. And I'm like, are you telling me that General 21 Jump Street got no briefing, no information, not even in the Hummer on the way over? Like he should have had like a full fucking report on his desk like weeks ago. Well, that's the thing. Like they were so excited to SG-1 about the surprise because they're so fucking like proud of themselves about this. Like, yeah. Oh they- my God, they are. They're so... They're happy so as smug. pig shit. Like it's like yeah, <laughs> pigs and shit. That's white. Um, that's white vernacular, right? That's <laughs> uh, pigs and shit. They're happy, <laughs> not as pig shit, but oh, as pigs and shit. I've, no. <laughs> and I got it fucking wrong. Okay. <laughs> You're terrible at whiting. <laughs> do better. I'll do better. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I I find it the best thing we find out is that this thing has no G forces, so they don't have to do all that Ooh. crazy breathing. Yeah, yeah. Because that seems like, I know that's not the hardest thing about flying a fighter jet, but it seems like the hardest part to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no no, no inertia to be worried about in the cockpit. It's pretty sweet. 
It's pretty sweet. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, Teal'c, uh, yeah, uh, lands lands the craft, and then on the ground, he's all but he's all profession. Yeah, and uh, we're about to cut to the intro, but we cut to the intro from a really weird '80s movie esque ending. It's a close, super close up on McNeil oh. going, "Oh, it flies!" Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. sir, <laughs> it flies, yeah. and I'm like. That's usually the end of the movie, right? Like it's so weird. And then from there we go to intro. Well, no, I, yeah. And while I was watching the intro, you know, I was like, man, this is great. You know, things are moving and shaking for Earth, aka America. You know, like <laughs> because you know, I try to stay out of spoilers in terms of you know the other the later seasons, the other mm-hmm. shows that they have. But right. it's pretty apparent that yeah we, we this is a fictional universe where humans get a lot of technology really quickly and mm-hmm. then by so by the end of this series and then you get to atlantis and all that humans got spaceships they got they're they're intergalactic they're doing all this shit and it's cool to be like all right this is it this is the beginning this is the beginning part we're finally seeing some fruits of inter- interacting with aliens mm-hmm, and stuff like mm-hmm. right, here it is this is the pioneering all, the, all these missions all these missions to get tech to defend against slash i guess now attack the gould is is it's panning out yeah yeah, the, the, yeah this and, is the and pretty quickly bit. really and so it's been like too quickly <laughs> four fucking years yeah and they already are i like you know the thing is so who are these like military engineers are more likely military contract engineers that are able to keep this shit a secret. And then I realized like, no, that's what, that's what like Lockheed Martin does. Mm. They fucking make craft for the military and none of them fucking talk about it. Cause they can't like, it's right. It's probably treason or some shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's a pretty tight NDA. So I guess it's, it's possible that people can't keep secrets. They hire people just because they can keep secrets. Probably. I guess they so. would never. They would right. never hire me. I cannot keep a secret. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be. I would be it. like, okay, I can't tell you, but something really excited happened at work. Like, okay, I'll just tell. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you. So just don't tell anybody. You're gonna want to. Like, I want to tell you. So it's not fair for me to tell you, but you can't tell anyone. But we made a hybrid fighter jet. <laughs> hybrid with what you say? Some freaky ass shrimp aliens. <laughs> That later on are going to be serpent aliens. It's wild. Yeah. 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 But don't tell anybody the burden. The burden of the secret is now on you. Thank you very That's much. Right. Good night. <laughs> so they're they're back. We're back at the, the landing strip. And, uh, you know, O'Neill is just McNeil's too happy with himself. He just keeps cracking the jokes. And uh, General 21 Jump Street looks fucking confused and irritated by that and boy daddy looks so disappointed in mcneil for an embarrassing him in front of this other general <laughs> like he doesn't I mean, even make bit, he doesn't yeah. it's a very subtle face but it's the kind of face that that means like you're gonna catch hell when we get home oh well you know maybe it's just because you know it's destroying what he was picturing in his mind because daddy General Daddy is also feeling pretty fucking good about himself as well. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. and like ever, all sure. of them are. They're just like he's probably this- yeah. He's he's trying to like keep it cool because he's showing off to his general friend, and he's like, "What is your project even like? Do you have a project? <laughs> what are you even doing? Stealth bomber? Oh <laughs> yeah, we can do that too. Uh, like oh yeah, you did a stealth bomber. That's like so. I guess whatever. Do you know it's not even invisible? <laughs> <laughs> no matter what future president says. <laughs> 
Uh, I got, yeah, I got next that the, yeah, they're going to do another test, a slightly bigger <gasps> test with everyone back at the base, except for O'Neill and Teal'c. O'Neill's uh, flying support with them in the craft. Right. And I was like, wait, what's going on? Because I was distracted by like a half glass of nitro Pepsi. <laughs> I was like, wait, what I miss? I guess they're flying now. And they're talking about, about the plan on this. Nothing's happened yet. And I didn't remember what happened in this episode, even from reading about it last week. And I laughed out loud. I was like, um, you probably shouldn't fuck with science. You do not understand like this because they're like, oh yeah, we hybrided up our ship with their ship, but we don't get their ship at all. We have no idea why there's no G forces. We do not fucking get it. And I'm just like, what, (laughs) why are they in there? What are you doing? Why are why is it like SG-59 like flying this shit? Like there's there's like test pilots that signed up for maybe I'm going to die at work today. You don't put like your regular teams in that, I don't think. Well, I kept thinking it was like, yeah, Tilk is there because he's yet yeah, there, you know, it in one way he's the perfect fit, right? Or maybe he's is the only one who knows how to fly it. Still, oh yeah. Right? Okay. I mean, right? And since um, they don't understand it. They don't even understand it, even understand it well enough to tell someone else how to do it. And Teal'c was like, I'm not going to teach anyone how to do it. I will not train my replacement. I want to fly it. Yeah. I am stuck here all the time. Yeah. So oh, it's yeah. me or fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Way to like, way to like stand in your power, Teal'c. Uh, well, and O'Neill, you know, and I was like, okay, oh, so O'Neill can fly too. Or, you know, he, he's, he, he's at least licensed to do support or whatever, right? It's an endorsement on his regular license, right? Nice. Fly hybrid tech. <laughs> and at the base, uh, Carter and Major Davis are, are going to be doing ground support. And uh, yeah, they're talking to the general and they're ready to rock. They're, yeah, they're just, they're kind of, they're kind of there. And they're, I guess they're just going to watch a more in-depth test uh, of the mm-hmm. craft or whatever. And so they start, yeah, they start the test, but they don't really do much. They're just sort of flying around. Right. And there's just almost like tour guiding the, the general. Yeah. Uh, but it's, but it's pretty quickly. Uh, some Things shit starts happening. Fucking sideways. Yeah. <laughs> the, <Ass. laughs> yeah. Tilk loses control. All of a sudden it's of, of its own control and it's taking them up. Mm-hmm. up and they're, up, they're up, like, up, Hey, up, digger up. one, this is yeah, digger two. Did, what the fuck did, are you, where are you going? Digger. <laughs> Uh, yeah that's gotta it's gotta be some reference to like some important experimental flight Mm. maybe it's got to be something like that like they wouldn't just come up with digger one and digger two right like if we researched it we'd have looked it up my yeah michael uh yeah i'm sure it means something yeah yeah uh so yeah they're going up they're going up and uh yeah they're, they're they're they get into space pretty fucking quickly they do. And that's when uh, we're about to have my favorite little um, <laughs> out of context theater or what I like to think would be the beginning of some SG-1 fanfic dialogue. And that is McNeil going, it's shrinking until going, the size remains constant. <laughs> it's a little different from the Seinfeld episode. <laughs> and then I was like, have we talked about this before? We need to search for SG-1 fanfic. And like oh, read a little snippet. Oh, it's it it exists, of course. Yeah, we gotta uh, find that. I'm gonna make a note of that under by crumpets. I'm gonna be like, look up SG one fanfic. That sounds <laughs> really fun. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, and this is this is probably a good jumping off point this episode because yeah, O'Neill and Teal'c all alone in space, uh, flying uh, incredibly fast. 
A one million miles per hour. That is very fast. Uh, yes. Uh, then they get a little radio call or some sort of like internal speaker. There's a recording in the, uh, somewhere in the ship right. because we hear Shova. Yeah. It's clearly we know that voice. That's Apophis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. And I can't, yeah, I didn't really write down what it said, but it was basically like, yeah, I, I got you. Ha ha ha. It says, you're super fucked. You're a traitor. This thing is set to come right back to me. You're going to die in the cold in fucking space. Fuck off. Yeah. That's what you get. And then I'll also get my shit back. <laughs> That's right. It'll be in now, my parking. It'll be in my garage when I come down there. Right. And this is, we find out that they're going 1 million miles per hour. And yet. Somehow I'm like, okay, NORAD or whatever's fucking tech they're using is that is some shit because they are still tracking this fucking thing and it is shooting a million miles an hour away from earth. And they're mm. like, no problem. Mm-hmm. We, have, <laughs> we have the long range track. We're even, we're going to be able to listen. We can talk to them when they get to Jupiter. It's just going to be a time delay. Like you know, mm-hmm. an old uh, satellite connection on the news or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is that? We cannot do that. That's crazy. Uh, well, I mean, I can I, we do that? No, we can't do that. Well, I mean, we, we talk to, we, we talk to, you know, probes and things like that all the time. Yeah. It really is just a time. We give it, give them command. It, it's just a time delay. Yeah, I feel real. I feel real fucking dumb. But 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 it's like <laughs> but but the thing is, is like it's like yeah, super low energy. It's not like it's not like a phone call. Yeah, like landline quality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I but you know, uh, Major Davis did point out like once this starts happening, um, he's like, yeah, we got NASA helping us out. You know, we got you know they're they're gonna do the they're gonna do all the satellite stuff and anything, and they have some other thing up there that's gonna help us out. So they got all hands on deck. But I'll tell you, everyone's smile turned upside down real fucking fast. Mm-hmm. It's the best. You, you know who's you know who's frown. This is the oh, this is the only moment before we get serenity. This is the the smile the most turned upside down. I'm like Tilk, we don't got time to wallow in your your make this all about me shit. You're not <laughs> the only one in this in this ship. And he's like, oh no. This is all directly my fault. Oh, Apophis yeah. would never have made this technology if I weren't such a fucking shulva. Oh That's no, true. this is. And I was just like, listen, listen, you're right. It is your fault. Now shut the fuck up. No, he, and, d- he does and, have a pity party for a second. He does. Definitely. He does, which is weird for him. He's, he's like, I don't know. It's sort of like, um, I don't know, kind of like every character like him on any sci-fi show gradually becomes more like in touch with having feelings and little emotional experiences. Right. It's the beginning of something mm. cool for Teal'c maybe, I don't know. Or maybe the middle of it, maybe where he had the beginning and I can't remember anything. Well, you know, it's just, it's been an emotional day. You know, there was high highs in the beginning oh, and yeah. now, and now, yeah, he's open and receptive. Now there's a low, low, uh yeah no we're we're it's a it's a huge roller coaster. Do you think it's weird that they had him pilot that thing twice in one fucking day? Oh, he was pretty. Maybe Hammer brought us up. He's like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yes, I want to. Please get me the fuck out of here, please. God damn it." <laughs> he's like, "Listen, is O'Neill coming? All right, fine." He's like, "Listen, I'm not going to get into it, but 
<laughs> you don't need to know the details. Just know that I don't want to be around Daniel right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Daniel's also in this episode. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I wonder why he let why he leaves at the end of the season. I can't even think of why. He's like so like not shoehorned <laughs> into every episode. Like, um, God, what is he like? Do you have like an affair with someone in the writer's room? <laughs> oh man. So yeah, the, the, at the base, yeah, they're all like scrambling and the Ge- and general Vidrine is like, all right, well, uh, I'm going to go home now. Um, yeah. See you later. Yeah, I've already, Thank I've you. been paid. I've been paid the speaking lines rate. Thanks, Peter. Nice to see you again. Gotta go. <laughs> gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> figure. Hope you guys figure this out. Um, all right, bye. And then and then he leaves. And then Carter like jumps into frame. She's like, I got an idea. <laughs> well, first, like first, we're getting some. We're, before that, we're getting some messages back and forth. They get a message from the what is what do they call that ship? I don't know. Could we just call it Digger One or whatever? Yeah, yeah. So they get a message. Digger Two gets a message from Digger One, and Sam speaks the message back from Digger Two to Digger One. <laughs> but when we go to Digger One to hear the message, it's pretty fly for a white guy talking. Oh no! Oh, okay. Why? What? what? It was, I think, almost a joke, right? Because Major Davis does do the first communicate back to them, and but it was like a scene earlier. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and I wrote the note. O'Neill doesn't he forgot time lag. And so because he because he start because he's like, guys, guys, are you there? Hey, no, no response. No response. I know. Well, you know what? It takes McNeil and I have something in common this episode. This is not going to be our finest uh, episode for like being at all smart. So I'm really I'm McNeiling out over here. That's <laughs> a, I hate God. I cannot tell you how much I hate being wrong. <laughs> as much as I love being right. I don't like to win. I hate to lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Or I don't mind winning, but <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Sam's got a Sam's got a cool idea. I mean, it's, it's, it's a great idea. They got to pass by Jupiter. Let's slingshot around it. I do a little missiles, missiles nudge, release those missiles and use that momentum to slingshot around Jupiter. And it'll, which is this a good idea? Cause listen, that thing is like got a homing tracker to mm-hmm. Apophis. You can slingshot it any which way you want. It's not coming back this way. It's just going to, it's just going to slingshot and be like, okay, well, anyway, it's going to take us like one day longer in our hundred year journey. Yeah. Yeah. It might give you a bit of momentum back in the right direction, but yeah, it would probably just, you know, yeah, just a correct course, correct. It's course eventually but but the ideas sound sort of <laughs> well this is a weird thing a weird thing happens right now in the episode or uh, very soon they do get to jupiter mm-hmm. and then they stay there the entire rest of the episode even though they are traveling at one million miles per hour they stay stationary in the same spot next to jupiter oh well i mean so maybe maybe uh yeah just physics speaking carter figured out that like whatever acceleration the homing beacon has, it can't, once they get into Jupiter's gravitational zone, like they can't, mm-hmm. it, it's not strong enough to, uh, so now, now they're just orbiting Jupiter. Man. Carter knew that, yeah, they wouldn't, at the very least they'd be stuck there. This is, um, this is a wild motherfucking episode because, um, every fucking episode 
prior to this one, they've been like, hey, dipshits, this is what's <laughs> happening in the episode right now. <laughs> and anything that they didn't do that was just an obvious plot hole. But they even do that once later coming up in this episode, which we've already referenced. But like, I guess this guy's smart and does is like, I don't care if you understand, just no, I'm smart. I don't got to explain myself to you. And I'm just like, what's going on? And for like, I, this, I feel really dumb in this episode, but why should I? That's what the episode that, no, that's what the writing feels like. Cause it's like mm -hmm. all the military jargon and it all seems like it's uh, right. And then, yeah. And then this whole, and the whole concept of like slingshotting and like realistic space physics. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not sure if Star Trek, you know, the original series or next, if they had ever even gone into anything like this because they oh. didn't have to. Star Trek has definitely slingshotted many, many times. Oh, okay. All right. And, um, you know, I think space movies, space, other space movies have like NASA movies and shit. I don't know. Even like, I don't know what the fuck happened in gravity. That movie was so stressful. Did they slingshot in gravity? Maybe. <laughs> God, I hated that fucking movie. Well, no, yeah, I, I just, I, I found it, I found it like a breath of fresh air, you know, it's like, yeah, 2000, you know, and it's like, yeah, no, this is, this is realistic physics in a, in a fictional universe. Uh, yeah, it, it's really, it, I really enjoyed it. Oh, I even wrote this down. It's just funny. I'm looking at my notes. I wrote missiles nudge. I wish I understood space physics. Is it anything like water? <laughs> hey, I, I wrote this down. Hey, if you're an astrophysicist, for some reason, listening to these two dolts, yeah, yeah. email us a voice memo for dummies about this. Scene. Oh, please, thank please, you, please, thank you very much. Uh, email is uh, verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Yes, but we're when we're about to get to the part, they're talking about the time lag, right? And so Sam, as if this isn't probably procedural, she just like figures out. Hey, I think I'll do this um, right on the whim. She she starts marking the time so they know how much time is passing. Yeah, it's awesome. Right, it is. But she's like, she's telling them this plan, and she's like, okay, you can start this anytime, like in the next, like anytime after sixteen twenty two Zulu. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. Now. Yeah. It, it takes four minutes to get to you and it is now 16, 18 Zulu. Mm -hmm. Great. Great time. I get it. Do it now. But for some reason, McNeil has to say, hey, Teal'c, that's right about now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, right. okay, so your audience can do some basic, super, super basic, like time math. It's not even time math. It's just math, math. It's like, okay fine but don't explain the space physics to us thanks <laughs> well yeah and and so yeah the, they're communicating back and forth and at this point the it's starting to get a little degraded right it's starting to get mm -hmm. like uh sprint phone in a major metropolitan <laughs> area signal quality in the 2000s yeah it's like t-mobile in an apartment i had once <laughs> um but yeah they're doing it and carter's giving them which seems to me like a lot of fucking instructions like the, the oh manual my god on this. yeah listen this is why the coast guard's too hard for me because i bet if even if you're in the coast guard as much as people can might want to dunk on the coast guard like i bet they have to listen to a technical list of instructions this long and go remember it and do it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm just thinking oh this is because they got military training this is a nightmare to me <laughs> no there's a lot doing to doing yeah. two of the instructions and getting them right. 
Well, yeah, brain not, freeze. Not, brain to, freeze. not to mention one of the instructions is a software update. They got to uh, update Windows 95. Was it? Because I can tell you, I lost, I kind of lost the thread. I was like, oh my God, shit. That's so many instructions. How are they going to do it? Fuck. Like it's hopeless. I'm going to die in space. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, don't, yeah. Carter, don't worry about it. Just, yeah, never mind. We'll, we'll figure it out once we get to Apophis's bed. But, but there's a, one of the messages that they get back is that what the ship has said that they're going to die cold and in space and Sam, we get a close up of her face. She's teary. And I'm like, she's thinking I should have just fucking gone for it. Ooh, well, yeah, yeah. but Jack Jack's while she's like, Oh, I'm so emotional about how Jack's going to die. Jack is over there going, Hey, I just pissed my pants. <laughs> I just made a pissy in my pants. <laughs> Which, to be honest, like I'm just sort of glad it was addressed because we hate like in shows where they like kidnap somebody and they've had them kidnapped for three days tied to the exact same chair and they're not like sitting in their own filth. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Like he's, they've been like, they've been gone for like two hours. <laughs> he's like, I got to go. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And in my uh, neck of the woods, yeah, that's already. Uh, that that's that's piss pants town. I'm ready to go to the briefing room because okay, because Daniel says some fucking idea and Daddy says, "Hey, that might have merit." And Sam goes, "Actually, it does not." Yeah, and I did laugh out loud of Daniel's face. Oh yeah, Sam said his idea was not worth considering. <laughs> well, yeah, beca- yeah, it, yeah, because it was pretty assertive, and he's like, "Oh, that hasn't happened before." She, yeah, he's like. That's not, uh, I'm a, like, um, I'm like a kind of a foxy white dude in like the year, like 2000, 2001. I'm really confused about why this woman what just, just happened said that about my idea. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah. Be, well, because yeah, because his idea, he wants to try to, what, what can we override the auto, uh, the home yeah. beacon? And it's yeah. like, that is a fucking stupid idea. Cause this thing already auto shot them out into the middle of fucking space you think there's not some fail safe for trying to fuck with it some more right right yeah yeah so she's like uh we should max so her I, she we just got to keep him alive as long as we can that's her whole thing yeah and, and his at this face point, was pretty yeah funny. at this point i was like wait what's the point of sam's idea maximizing life support in lieu of any other plan because if they're gonna die in space does it matter if it takes 30 hours or 37 hours like if you're not having a plan to get them back. Well, no, no. Carter's just hedge, hedging time because she'll just have, she'll have another idea. She knows this. We know this. The audience knows this. She, she's like, don't worry guys. Another idea will come. We just- <laughs> yeah. Well, and then Daniel, Daniel sheepishly is like, I have more to say in this meeting. If it's okay with Sam. Ooh. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yes. um, yes. And instead of going like, hey, I talked to the Tokra and I just was like, uh-uh, no, you're answering to me. He's like, oh, I talked to Anise and uh, I couldn't get a hold of Thor. And I guess like, you know, they she didn't want to tell me anything, uh, but she did because I lost my temper, I guess. <laughs> and I was like, good. You should have lost your temper. Fuck. Well, no, I was. Well, yeah, because he, he was like, because he talked to the Tolan as well. And yeah, Tolan, oh, the Asgard, Tolan. they're That's, all they're all out They're They're all doing their own thing. Dude, fuck them. Like how many times we had to save their asses? And we're like, listen, the two guys that you always need to save your ass are literally going to die in space. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's just that it's out of my way. And I have to go to the pharmacy after work. 
Well, no. And, well, yeah. And then he was like, yeah. Uh, uh, well, Hammond's like, what about the Toker? And he was like, well, I talked to Anise personally. And I was like, oh, you think, because uh, remember that one episode? Yeah. Uh, not Anise, mm-hmm. but the Tokra was into Daniel. Or the Goa oh, was into Daniel. And, so yeah, like, and, and oh, they've been talking regularly. Back. Like, does he? He has her personal number. Obviously, <laughs> it's interesting that he said he talked to a niece and not the Tokra. Mm, okay. I wonder if the Tokra is like playing hard to get. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't come to the, I can't come to the face right now. So you're just gonna have to talk to a niece, right? Well, hang on, uh, just real quickly. Uh, I just uh, before before this briefing, I don't think we fully talked about the slingshot maneuver plan. Oh, you're right. So they do the plan. They they do the software update. Uh, they do all the instructions and it sort of starts to work. It starts strong, but then they disengage. They're trying to get that to not happen, but it happens. One of them disengages, but then it comes out, but then it loses its own momentum and just rolls back toward them. And I just wrote, that sucks. <laughs> and it hits them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and back at base, they they sort of see the see the trajectory, and yeah, again, some jargon. There, I, I just like it. No joy on the burn. No joy on the burn. Yeah, it's pretty I nice. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. And also, the missile fucked with their power and life support. So right. So which is the fucking thing that they need right now? Yeah, and as so as opposed to having days of that, they now have how many <laughs> hours, Sarah? Twenty. <laughs> I was so fucking stoked. Oh my God. It's such a perfect, even number. Of course. Like, thank you. I feel like, thank you for paying attention to the, your own show that you're writing for. So, and then, okay. So back to the briefing, Yeah, we get, um, Daniel saying, Anise gave him all this information and said, said, I hope that helps. And he was like, it fucking doesn't. And she was like, but I'm breaking rules just to give you this information. And then he's like, well, it wasn't fucking helpful. Fuck that. And Sam's like, wait, oh, yeah. wrong again. <laughs> I think this was helpful. Your girlfriend's reason- trying to tell you something. <laughs> yeah. She can't come right out and say it. She's got a idiot. Like you're the linguist, the code person. How do you not get the subtext here? So wait, wait, what, what is the subtext? No, I don't know. I was just going to say, I didn't get the subtext. What happens next is Sam goes with your permission and daddy goes permission granted. And yeah. I'm like, for what? What the fuck is going on? What's Sam going to do? Carter knew the code. Hammond got the code. Uh, Davis, I think, has also got the code. It's just Daniel being like, what did she? Oh, wait. Uh, and Daniel, did they cut out the part where Daniel proxied for dipshits like me in the audience? who was like, I don't know what's going on. And usually this show, they draw a map and then they line out a route and they provide a Google Earth pick of the destination. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And tell Directions. you. And then speak what it, what it is. And, and I'm like, okay, we give us some room to think for ourselves. But in this case, I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Carter, you, you left so quickly. I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, but apparently the Toker are doing a mission on a gold planet that is close-ish mm-hmm. to our solar system. They have an operative there. And she that, basically gave that him that we information. Both know. We both know. And I'm like, well, Martuf is dead. We only know one Toker besides Anise. Uh, uh, true, it's, true, true. It's Jacko Mac. So yeah, so what Carter and Hammond correctly got from that is like, all right, that means we can figure out what that gold planet is, and maybe we have the address to get there. 
And mm-hmm. that's that's a possibility. It's a possibility of hope. Maybe this token can help us. All right, there we go. Permission granted. Good, Daniel. Uh, what? <laughs> and it turns out that that we we do we're familiar with this planet where there's a gold mining operation, and we're familiar with it because SG fourteen spent a considerable amount of time watching a mining operation. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, I think I could almost be on SG-14. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a goodly number to be on, you know? Like, you don't want to be on one, obviously. Mm-mm. Two, definitely not, you know? Yeah, 14, mm-hmm. that's a good, that's a good buffer zone right there. Yeah, like like one is the crack team. Two through four are the kind of expendable good good team. Yeah, expen- expendable, mil- expendable, like, soldiers. Yeah, and I feel like anything up to 10 is sort of like um, you know, cannon fodder. But once you get up to 14, it's like, listen, um, uh, we don't feel comfortable giving you guys more than a taser. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna send you to taser appropriate situations. You guys are gonna hang out and watch people uh move or. Oh, and it's important to note that not only do they only have 24 hours. No, it's they only have 12 hours of life support. They have 24 hours, it turns out, before anyone can reach them. Mm. Yeah, there was something in there. Yeah, yeah, where, where they had it. And they do the math like twice, uh, you know, and it's yeah. like, I'm glad they kept it divisible. And uh, <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, okay, they have half as much life yeah. support as they need. <laughs> Thanks, but there's two guys. of them. And I'm immediately like, hey. Hey guys, why doesn't Teal'c immediately go like, I need to do some Kelnarim? Mm. Why doesn't Jack go, Can you do the Kelnarim? Why doesn't anybody from Digger 2 go, Hey, what about Kelnarim? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Takes a long time. Everyone, yeah, everyone forgets, really, you know. L- listen, honestly, the second I found out that I was going to be floating in space and probably dying and I could do Kelnarim, I would have been like, Hey, Jack, um, you're my best friend. <laughs> and there's a lot I would do for you. It's just like right now I'm going through some stuff myself. So I'm not as available as I'd normally be. And I'm just going to meditate myself out of this bullshit situation. Bye. Then you will have no one to talk to. Thank you. But you will be, you'll be able to breathe longer if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> but Teal doesn't. Teal's just like, la, 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 la. I forgot that I need to do that every day. Well, they're, kind of, well, they're, they're busy. They're busy. Uh, they're shutting off pretty much all the systems. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, including the radio, uh, which I was at first, I was like, what, what that, that is important fellas. Yeah. Like I guess Sam, Sam says, Hey guys, we're still thinking down here. So, well, and then at this point they do, they're like, all right, we have a plan uh, that uh, there, there's a toker close by. And O'Neill has the perfect uh, correct response where he's like, I would rather do it ourselves. We, <laughs> I don't Tokra, you said. Yeah. Can we can you guys figure out plan B? Thank you. Yeah. Things have gone sideways enough. OK, <laughs> like that's some unpredictable shit you're setting us up for. Pass, 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 pass. Oh, but man. they don't have a say in it. Radio's off. And, uh, you know, Sam and Daniel. Oh, yeah. They go covert style with literally. Like, where's like SG two through fucking four? Mm. Like just Sam and Daniel go to this mining planet. P bloodily do like fucking seven. Yeah. And um, yeah, they're there. And the next thing you know, they're getting ringed out. And they're um, fancy meeting you here. They're on Jacob Max 
Jake Jacob uh, Mac. <laughs> Jacob Carter. I want to call him Jackamac, but it's too much like MacNeil. But um, it's 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 Selmac. It's the portmanteau of Jacob and Selmac. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. No, that's good. That's good. Jack. We could do Selob. No, that's bad. No, though. yeah, that's bad. Uh, and he's already in, yeah, and he's already a dick immediately, right? Oh yeah, why God? Oh, this guy sucks. It's like you've like, and he's like been a Tokra for a while, so like I know he had to like work through. Remember, he had to work through his shit. Yeah, they even like made him go back and and deal with his like estranged. Kids That's and true. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. And he's still such like an asswipe. Yeah, like he's he's got no zen, no chill from it at all. And uh, okay, fine. although although like they they quickly explain it to him, you know, right. uh, O'Neill and Tilker in danger, and and to his credit, he he's he's a bit reasonable. He's like, okay, yeah, that I'll is true. Everything. He's like, hey, I was about to blow a big chunk out of that planet. It's a good thing I saw you Stargate in. I'm like, oh, that is a fucking good thing. <laughs> I mean, you can still do that. You can still do that. You can blow it up yeah. and then just and and yeah, then bounce and say sayonara off. Because he's like thing. my. Co- He's like, they can see us now. My cover's blown. I'm like, then go ahead and do the explosion thing. You were going to do it remotely. You're in your ship. Oh, that's fine. Like, let's do that yeah. and let's bounce. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he doesn't. He doesn't. And I'm still like, they explain it to Jacob. And he's like, but they'll be dead when we get there. And I'm like, has anyone ever heard of Cal Nareem? <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> like. I'm, pr- I'm practically screaming Kilnareem at the television. Uh, nice. Well, yeah, everyone knows this. Like, even like uh, in a small scene, Davis goes up to him and he's like, yeah, they got, they, you know, yeah, they're, they're with Jacob now. He's rushing over there, but we, you know, from our, uh, you know, mechanical drawings, they're not going to get there in time. It's not fast enough. Like, it, the plan worked perfectly, but they're not going to be able to do it. Right. Uh, so, yeah, but finally, back at the ship, Teal finally brings it up. I know. And I wrote down Jesus fucking Christ. Finally, Kel no <laughs> And I immediately calmed down. Well, the thing is, <laughs> is that, yeah, you know, and the thing is, you know, in the, uh, uh, the swapping episode, O'Neill learned Kel no or at least he okay. learned light meditation, you know? Yeah. Why doesn't he just go like, you know, I can't do Kel no but I am familiar as a, as a, like special forces dude i am really familiar with like slowing down my breathing mm-hmm, and controlling mm-hmm. myself instead of acting like a toddler yeah and yeah. asking if you can turn the heat on <laughs> yes yeah or, <laughs> and, and well yeah Tilka could just could have done the same thing and just like walk him through it a little bit yeah you like it's like let's you know instead of being like hey you're like a brother is there anything you want to say to me he could have oh, been yeah. like <laughs> do you want to do a guided meditation <laughs> oh my god no tilk really is opening up that's true <laughs> anything, anything you want to s- oh wow I'm, you know i feel that i feel you know what sarah I yeah that. i do too i think we both talked about how it'd be nice if somebody asked us a question back sometimes <laughs> oh shit what did i write they have a real moment well tilk does <laughs> <laughs> all right well yeah so he he zonks out well no he he zonks in uh right. o'neill zonks out o'neill just is like i guess i'll just stare at space and stare and fall and asleep sit in my in nap. my icy my now icp yeah 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 it's super cold he's sitting in his icy cold pee and i'm like i bet it's shrinking now <laughs> oh <laughs> 
it's turtled. It's turtled up in there. Well, on Jacob's ship, yeah, they're cruising at uh, 132% speed, which it, th- that's good. It means, one, what the mountain knows about Jacob's ship is wrong. They can technically get there on time, uh, I guess. Listen, this kind of blows apart the idea that this script was written by some over our heads, smarty pants physics guy, because what the fuck is 132% of maximum speed? (laughs) I don't know. It's over our heads. (laughs) I think he meant, I just want to say safe speed and maximum speed are fucking different things. Jack (laughs) Mac goes to 11. And then Daniel's all like, Oh, we're going that fast. He's like, is that wise? Right. Why are you here? Uh, like, would you oh. be more comfortable on your couch watching like <laughs> Oprah or whatever is you're watching or sex in the city? I think was also, we just discussed is on at the same time. Like what is go home? Like, no wonder, like, no wonder he's like, I gotta, I fucking gotta not be on the show for a minute. <laughs> Cause his character sucks. Well, yeah. And, and the thing is, is like, you know, Jacob, yeah, he's being a dick, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then the, and then his Selmac rolls in as well. And is also kind of a dick. Sam's like, no, she, she stands up. She's like, I do not like how you just said that to me. Like, mm-hmm. like he, cause he's basically like, you guys are like infants in terms of tech. I can't believe you made this dumb ship. You stupid, dumb dick. Yeah, 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 Which exactly. yeah. Warranted actually. Well, yeah. Fair enough. That's warranted. But because Sam was like, well, yeah, but, you know, we couldn't. You're right. But we couldn't have re- realized that they had recall devices on the ships. And then the motherfucking Toker is like, well, oh, we knew we knew. Fuck. Listen, fuck you. Everyone's wrong. Everyone <laughs> is wrong. I nobody's nobody's doing a good job. And then Sam is arguing back like a fucking affronted 13 year old and Daniel suddenly is like, yeah, and I'm her best friend. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't fair. You can't talk to us like that. Yeah, yeah, you can. No, I, no, yeah, I guess you're right, but it's just like, oh my God, like, no, yeah, the the left hand is not talking to the right. Look, listen, I could not having to have the Tokra going to work every day, knowing that some of your like, space colleagues that you're going to have to work with are the fucking Tokra would make me like, I don't know, start reading every advice column by every HR person or work specialist, like, um, uh, uh, organizational psychologist ever. I, I don't know. Or just quit my job. (laughs) Yeah. 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 This goes beyond like somebody keeps eating part of my sandwich. I keep going in there and someone has taken three bites out of my sandwich every day and I'm going to go crazy. This is much worse. Well, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just sort of like, are you our allies or not? How you're my allies mother act? fucking father. father. <laughs> yeah. And you couldn't have said, oh, hey, heads up. That's cool that you guys like scammed that. Now you have that. By the way, there's some recall technology on it, which. Okay. I mean, maybe, maybe maybe he would have told her if they, if she had told him, she, if she had called, because she's not calling her, they're not calling, they're not calling. You can't call the Tokra. You have to wait for them to call. It's Uh, a real, it's a real one, it's a real one way booty call. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, except for Daniel. 
Oh, that's right. He's got Anissa's personal fucking phone number. You're right. So things have moved forward. It used to be that you couldn't contact the Tokra. You had to wait for them to contact you. Well, it's and and then it's even more fucked up. Yeah, if you can do that, and Jacob hasn't even given his own daughter his phone number. What the, what's up with that? Like he has no excuse. Yeah, he's he's still ghosting his own daughter. You know he's um not a great dad, <laughs> and he's and, he, and he's a lot busier now than he used to. So he has a good, great mm-hmm. excuse. Anyway, anyway. Oh, so then oh, oh, they also ahead. have. Oh, I just missed a note. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. When he was like, humans suck. He's like, Toker have been flying around the galaxy when most of Earth thought the Earth was flat. I was like, what was this? 2019. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> Seriously, it's so it's sh- that shit is so alarming. Um, nobody's calling anybody. You know, no, nobody's communicating properly. And uh, Jaco Mac is like, yeah, because politics. <laughs> and I'm like, what really are oh. the politics between? Earth and Tokra, <laughs> or America and Tokra. Like, like, are, are they worried about how they're polling? Like, <laughs> yeah, they got a little more shit to worry about than that. But uh, yeah, know, it's, it's some petty. I mean, politics are often petty. Not always. Like, politics are really important. Politics people are politics. Like, but you know, Pel- petty politic. Yeah, okay. petty, petty. Uh, another good, another good title, maybe for this episode. <laughs> petty politics. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, while they're going, they have to. Jacob's like, all right, it's too much. One hundred and forty percent. That's that's too much over a hundred. So I, we got to stop for just a little bit. Let him cool off a little bit. But before that, he's he's also like, um, hey guys, how are we going to get them onto onto this ship? Oh yes, yeah. Which yeah. is too little for their ship to d- dock inside of. Mm-hmm. At which point, both Sam and Daniel are like, ah. Oh. <laughs> shit we didn't think that far ahead which is weird because we're the smart people on the team um or actually teal kids but they're the ones that are like known for being smart but anyway so she's like i'm gonna have to have them do a leap of faith and then they cut away and i'm like i get this one it's gonna be a literal leap of faith yeah you have to yeah. leap out of that fucking ship i understand this time good for me i feel smart as shit like so smart i'm sure you appreciated daniel being like can you just teleport him and jacob's answer Oh, I did. Yes, I wrote it down. He said, beam them out. Ha 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 ha. What am I, Scotty? Okay, so Star Trek exists in this universe. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fictional. Right, right, right. Meanwhile, Jack's got a headache and it's screaming for Excedrin. Ooh, well, yeah, he's monologuing. He's monologuing into the radio because he's got nothing better to do except waste air. Uh, right talking what if meditate oh and i'm sitting there going actually i feel like there's worse worse ways to die than kind of um losing consciousness losing yeah yeah losing floating in space but then i find out he's got a mega migraine yeah yeah headache that's like ruining his whole death experience (laughs) that would make me do you know how mad i'd be if i knew i was gonna die from like kind of like asphyxiation really and like i was like okay well that's fine i i think i get just can kind of drift off and then like I've got a piercing migraine Yeah, the entire time. Yeah. I would be so fucking mad. <laughs> it's your last experience. It's not like I can like get some, some pain medication and do this again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, it's not like a nap that's ruined. Yeah. Right. Right. I feel you. Uh, so Jacob has to stop the drives. 
They're going right. too fast. They got to cool them off. And while they do that, uh, a couple ships roll in straight. Man, they, old. They, they stop in a real bad spot. That's a yeah, yeah, it's a bad gold, neighborhood. Gold, gold big ships. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pyramids. And so, yeah, what do you think? What do you think about this plan that uh, Jacob has? So much, I, Tori. I am so happy that you asked me because yeah, yeah. I do have something to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Jackamac is like, hey DJ, do you know Gould's dialect? And 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 Gould, first of all. I just thought of this. Like, there are many Gould dialects. That's what a dialect is. Yeah. Like, are you asking if he knows if he can speak Gould? Because, by the way, I imagine so can you. So, like, can we stop like dreaming up ways to make DJ useful? Oh, it's not going to make him stay on the show. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. The writers. What tried do you their think part. of it? Oh, I just thought, yeah, I thought it was really funny. Jacob's like, I feel I, I've got something more important to do than be the one with a Goa'uld inside of me oh. talking to the Goa'uld. Uh, I see. That's what it was because, and so what we get is a real um, Star Wars, A New Hope situation going on. It, a real, definitely. <laughs> a real Han Solo's about to shoot the, the comms system. We're all fine here now. <laughs> How are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so Daniel, so yeah, Daniel's so fucking proud of himself for a second. And then he is immediately not proud because he's like, oh, this is failure because he told, he tells them, oh, me, who me, I'm the great and powerful Oz. <laughs> and he's not sure. I think he's confused them. Like they're not shot out immediately. Cause I think they're like, who? Well, yeah, well, see, they start off pretty strong like they just yeah. start yelling yelling at them when he opens the comms which is kind of I know. funny and i and i like that he just kind of yells something back and puts cree on the end of it yeah yeah, yeah. i'm Mo like i could have done that Oos. mocktail cree and i'm like i could do that too <laughs> and then like and then, yeah and then, and then the gold ship's like mocktail Oos, which <laughs> which I, I guess apparently oz the Who great the and powerful oh uh... what that's pretty fucking funny. It is really what? funny. But it did, you know, it was I've never successful. Heard of you. It was successful because they're still alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least for a little bit, uh, because Jacob Jacob comes back. He's like, all right, we're almost ready. At least for a little bit. Are they about to die? Well, uh, that's a huge deal. Oh, oh, well. This well, is half the team and not the half I thought was going to die. <laughs> but the whole team's going to die if this half dies. Well, yeah, well, the ship's. You know, they they start the go out will start throwing some death gliders at them. Um, and then speaking of Star Wars references, uh, Sam her, her head comes out from the from the entranceway and is like, punch it. And so yeah, uh Jacob does and they're able to get away. That's the end of that, whatever they did helped. Right. And whatever when that is happening, um, there were a couple of times where we bounce back to 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 daddy and pretty fly for a white guy. And they're in this really kind of interesting, uncomfortable looking shot where pretty flies in front oh and daddy's God. right behind him. And they're having a conversation about, are they going to make it? We don't know. And then this scene happens and then we cut back to them and they're like, well, it's been three hours. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's been 20 seconds, but okay. Did they sit like that the whole fucking yes. time? <laughs> yes, they did. They're super, they're super sad. They feel so ineffectual. Major Davis is having a breakdown. Where are they sitting? It looks like they're inside of a submarine. I've never seen such a cramped room, except where Teal'c lives. It's daddy's private room. 
Yeah. His, uh, his secret naughty room. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, three hours later, yeah, they get a message from Sam, which apparently communication between Jacob's ship is instantaneous. I guess they have some sort of tech. Yeah. And but yeah, they're they're in the solar system. They're close. They got. They, hey, we did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get there quick. It's like, oh, okay. We 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 didn't know that. We got to upgrade our mechanical drawings. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jackomac and DJ and Sam get to. McNeil and Teal'c and uh Jack and Mike's like oh shit they're dead and for no reason no reason at all Sam's like I think they're unconscious right okay I don't know like how either power, of you can tell either of those of fucking hope. things power of hope so, and love yeah she gets on the comm which I thought they had turned off right <laughs> and is like you know sir 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 and he is like out but he wakes up and he is he is like I know he's got no oxygen, but he is like a literal toddler in this scene. It's like, it's like this uh, TikTok I saw of this woman who locked herself and her like three-year-old out of the house. And so she went to the side of the house, opened a window she couldn't get through, put her three-year-old in the house and then was like, okay, go get the chair and take it to the door and turn the little thing and let mommy in. This wow. went on for a very long time as this kid went and like got some jello. And this is this is how useful McNeil is right now. He's like, <laughs> Is that you? Oh well, we, okay, what? <laughs> like he, she's like, I just need you to do, I just need you. And he's he's like, huh? He's got and that oxygen like, deprivation shit going on, you know. He's I know. out of it. And then but he wasn't that useful before that happened. And True. uh so she gives up very quickly, which is smart. They don't have a lot of time. She's like, is Teal'c awake? And I'm hey, like, can you wake up Teal'c, please? <laughs> I'm like, can't Teal'c, can't you wake up Teal'c the same way? Because all he does is say, hey, Teal'c. Yeah. Oh, what? No, he throws a pencil at him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Right? I feel that's a, this is the third fucking time <laughs> this episode that have been so stupid. <laughs> How embarrassing for me. No, yeah. The, the pencil hits his head and then he wakes up and yeah, but he's still like chilling. He so he sort of like wakes up and he does have this quick look on his face where he's like, "Oh fuck!" Listen, how good was how deep is Kelnarim if you can be snapped out of it by somebody by throwing a pen at your head? Yeah, head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I have ADHD and I have meditated better than that. So, oh man. Yeah. Well, so what look does he have where he's like, oh, fuck, because he thinks, oh, oh man, no. you woke me up to die. No, yeah, it was sort of like that. It was sort of like, wow, I was deep in it. I was, it. That dream was great. Anyway, what? But no, but then he's like, oh, oh, hey, hey, Carter and Daniel and all that. Uh, let's do it. Well, and and I did enjoy Jacob's thing where he was like, well, just well, no, I wrote. I, I was like, got to wake them up. Then I wrote, just nudge him, nudge him a little bit. Just nudge him. And then Jacob says as such. And I, so I was like, that's, that's based. The idea that part. you can, that you can take two big, huge metal things and just sort of tap them against each other lightly is really something. So... <laughs> Like just I can't like it. just I can't it. <laughs> I can't nudge someone with my fucking car in their car and be like I'm just gonna nudge them because it seems like they can't hear my horn and they have it they need to turn because the light is green. Let's nudge them, nudge them. There'll be no damage, no damage. Everyone will be fine. It's it's um. So Sam, so he nudges 
and it wakes up McNeil. Who's like, Sam, is that you? And then she's trying to, she's got a plan for them to take that leap of faith right. out of, out of their, their shuttle. And she's trying to explain it's, it's hard. It's like almost like the plan she gave them to, you know, swing around Jupiter. She's like, <laughs> okay, you gotta do this. And then you gotta breathe this way. And then you gotta do this and then you gotta do this. And then you gotta do this. And I'm like, dumb it down. And I'm like, no, no, Sam, dumber this time. And I'm like, okay, never mind. Just talk to Teal'c. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not going to work because they both have to do the breathing thing. I think this is about not having your lungs explode in space. Yeah. And I, and I, I'll, I'll give the writer the benefit of the doubt that this is probably what you should do in this actual situation. If you, you found yourself in, man, I'm not going to remember it. So I hope that never happens. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Yeah. Breathe out three <laughs> to breathe uh, something, something. That'll be one of my TikToks where I hit the save tab and never look at it again. <laughs> I don't know, like why I save any of them. Well, and uh, you know, yeah, it seems a little frightening, but you know, Teal'c's already done this. They did it yeah. on season uh, four, episode one, or whatever, when Teal'c was out in space. He's well, good. he forgot because he Sam's like, you're going to have to jump out, and she he goes, we will die. That is true. No, yeah. <laughs> so it's a new every episode's a whole new world, not just for me, but also for the people living it. Oh man. You're gonna have to breathe your last breath out, yeah. and then you're gonna have to like push off, push off, and then you're gonna have to get at least a meter away for the rings. And you're gonna have to somehow stay real close, right? And oh my god, it's like the easiest thing anyone's ever done. <laughs> it's there's no drama at all. They open it. Oh yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, even they, push off. They just float <laughs> straight up, like as if they were holding hands, and they get far enough away and they get ringed in, and it's literally the easiest thing that's ever happened on this show. Oh no! Yeah, it's lovely, and and well, and then, and then yet yeah, da- Daniel rolls in to to check on him, and I don't know, like he's just like he just he's just like they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I it's mean, like, no wonder he took a break from being on this show. Jesus, like what the fuck? They had him before he was like, you know, in charge of finding this her thesis baby mm-hmm. and like learning like deep philosophical lessons and enriching himself and kind of buffing up and getting a little more soldiery. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And now they're just like, why are you here? <laughs> and also I know you were trying to be a tougher character, but we don't like that. <laughs> you need to James Spader this shit and you need to stop what you're doing. Well, uh, I guess they are fine. They're immediately fine. They're immediately all better. And now Jacob has the pompous fucking smile on his face. Mm-hmm. He's super pleased with himself. Jackamac is all smug as shit. Yeah. Look what I can do. <laughs> and and McNeil is like, hey, man, thanks. Oh, yeah. Jacob, cool. sir. <laughs> he still he still gets a sir, right? Like, that's yeah, how the military know, do it. You know, he's getting that sir because deep down McNeil wants to fuck his daughter. Ooh, he's going to have that. Is he going to have that conversation at some point? I don't know, but episode, he's never going to have it. He's never going to have it with, with that guy. If he's not calling that guy, sir, that is okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and then, so like, it's as if it's like an Apollo movie, like a NASA movie, we go back to, um, daddy and pretty fly and they are waiting with, Faded breath to get a message and they get the message that we've got them on board. They're okay. And they celebrate like, you know, the, the moon, the moon landing worked. Everyone's not dead. And it is like, 
this is also like, it's a good, it's also like the end of an eighties movie. Just like the beginning was like the end of an eighties movie, or maybe the beginning was an end of like a Barney Miller episode. And this is the end of an eighties movie, but you know, whatever bookends nice. Well, yeah, it, de- it definitely follows like, yeah. Like, well, like I said, Apollo 13, right. It's definitely one of those. Yeah. Type of movies straight up. I did not see Apollo 13, but I did see the right stuff. Mm. Godzilla has scenes like this. So I, I don't know where, I don't know. I've seen it. Well, it's like something, happen- <laughs> something happens in space. So ground yeah. control has to help, you know, they're helping, they're doing stuff mm-hmm. in there. It, yeah. It, yeah. It just very reminded me. It's a lot like Apollo 13 is a lot like this episode is mm-hmm. what I'll say. Okay. Um, I believe you. Mm-hmm. The end. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. The end of the episode. Yeah. Were you comforted? Um, yes, I was. Uh, I, th- I thought this was a great episode. It's up there for me. Cause I, th- it was very different and at, yeah. yeah, as I just said, very NASA movie oriented, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, great science looked good. Uh, really good writing. I like Tilk with a smile on his face. Yeah. Yeah. That's about all I got. Um, what about you, Sarah? Were you comforted by this episode? I was, I was, I agree. This episode is up there and, uh, it's a very engaging episode. Like it could be boring, but it's engaging. There are, um, Scene, scenes like cuts to different scenes but they're not like in some episodes like this where to build the tension they do too many of them this is this is this was like easy to watch nice flow easy to talk about and it was kind of it was kind of like watching a movie like a good one like a movie that was fun to watch probably wouldn't watch it again but i i've seen this at least twice now so maybe i guess i would um yeah. And well, and think about like the showrunners, you know, having meetings with Deloise and everybody and being like, all right, what what could what stories could we tell with this? Mm. And Deloise is like, well, yeah, I know this writer. And what if we just did this bottle episode where they're trying their first go all old hybrid tech and it just fucking goes wrong. And it's just teal. So someone. Yeah. All it is is just they fly a ship out and then they have to just spend the episode figuring out how to get back. Are you telling me? That once again, Peter DeLuise has successfully double dipped into this episode by being uh, the creative consultant and the director. I looked. Actually, no, I didn't. I was supposed to look. I didn't see if he was consultant. But, you know, he was he was I'm quite sure he was at the table, whatever was going on, whether he got paid or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like this. This show is both his job and his hobby. Like he's, <laughs> yeah. he's he, it's, you know, it's he was like there. He's, he was his just fun around. place. He's like, I'm going to put my dad in some episodes. I'm being some episodes. I'm going to bring like my friends from other shows. Yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so do you have like a yay and a and a may? Uh, yes, I do. My yeah is Jacob Carter. He gets to be the hero. All right. That's all. That's it. Um, uh, my nay, this is a good one. My nay is major Davis, uh, put to fly for a white guy. That's my net mm-hmm. because yeah, you know, in that ending scene with him and daddy, right before they get the news, uh, he looks like he's about to kill himself because you, because you <laughs> yeah, forget, you know, he, you know, he is the president of the SG one fan club. You know? I do forget. Yeah, actually. No, no, no. Yeah. He's invested in this, in this outfit. Uh, so yeah, he, he was, about, he was about to cry. He was mm. so, so, uh, yeah, he just had a hell of an episode ultimately turns out fine, but oh man, Whew. just rough, yeah, rough roller stuff. coaster. Uh, and my met is, you know, I got uh, O'Neill and Tilk. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, oxygen deprivation, freezing, 
uh, migraines, existential abyss of space, sure death. It's uh, nice to be saved, though, instead of having to do the hard work of saving. Yeah. All they had to do was look out the window and and O'Neill sees, you know, his his his, his secret love. His Car- lady love. Yeah. Carter being like, sir, sir. It's uh, forbidden Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah. And, and, and his best friend, Daniel Jackson. Uh, and then his other best friend, Tilk, being like, oh, OK, this is great. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, so it, it, it's a balance. They got balanced out. Yeah. So they're fine. Totally. They're Tilk mostly slept. So I know, they're fine. I know, I know, I know. Anyway, that's mine. What's your yet, net, and meh, Sarah? So initially for my yay, I forgot that Pretty Fly was the president of the SG1 fan club. So I put him and said, because he was safe, oh. he's not super close to the team. But then I crossed that out <laughs> and I put glasses. His glasses is blithely on like vacay or special assignment <laughs> or even like field training, eating some MREs somewhere. But he's not there. He didn't have to live through this shit. <laughs> he's got to hear about it later and be like, wow, what a fucking that was day. A lot. Yeah. And my uh, my nay is McNeil because mm. he's sitting in his cold piss I, with a yeah, migraine. I did forget about that. Yeah. And my shit. my may is Teal'c. He can kill Nareem. Kill Nareem. Yeah. So so kind of similar, but different. Nice. Nice. (laughs) I guess that's what similar means. (laughs) The same and different. Well, Mm -hmm. folks, uh, yeah, that's that's that episode, episode 12. We've had a lot of fun with it, but we got something on the horizon, on the space horizon coming up. We sure do. Oh. Based on the title, I think Sam's going to get her period. Oh, first time. (laughs) We have. Yep, that's right. We've got season four, episode 13, The Curse. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you want to hear what Claudio has to say? Yeah, let's go to Claudio. All right. Daniel reads on the newspaper that his former professor, Dr. David Jordan, has passed away in an explosion of his laboratory, and he travels to Chicago to attend the funeral. Daniel encounters his former love, Dr. Sarah Gardner, and Dr. Jordan's assistant and rival, Dr. Stephen Rayner, and learns that they are studying ancient Egyptian pieces that have been borrowed from the Egyptian government. Daniel finds that two pieces are missing and the hieroglyphs are written in Goa Uld. He keeps secret about his work at the Stargate, but translates the language and learns that a symbiont is kept in a sealed jar. When Stephen disappears with a golden amulet, Daniel suspects that he might have killed Dr. Jordan and he follows him to Egypt with Sam and Dr. Frazier trying to solve the mystery. Your lady is back. Well, see, that was funny because, like, I was like, "Wow, what a let's what a jump!" It's it's uh, it's like melodrama of Daniel Jackson dealing with some like Earth bullshit. Yeah. Well, it was, <laughs> right. Oh, from this one, I thought you're you're saying it was a real jump from Daniel goes to a funeral. Oh, oh, well, yeah. To a yeah, description yeah. of like, oh my god, that is also a jump. There's uh, some ghouls. In Chicago. Well, and it's funny because, yeah, because you were like, yeah, you know, what, what is, what is Daniel here f- doing here? And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, here you go. Daniel centric episode. Ask a question and they'll answer it. Just like before I was like, what, what are they doing with Teal'c? Why, why come Teal'c's not having any real 
anything going on and then here they go they knew okay. that it was okay. they knew time to balance that shit out maybe like but <laughs> well so maybe this episode right mm-hmm. it's coming up yeah no, yeah. yeah very daniel centric apparently some backstory apparently a past love interest yeah okay all right all right before his is now deceased wife and his yeah. current and girlfriend anisa tokra and his uh he had a and his and various his, his, other and his like addiction girlfriend when man you know what he hasn't seen any play in in a long time <laughs> like i feel like maybe since season two has he had any lady 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 loves i guess oh, well. was anise was introduced in season three right yeah yeah and they've been talking on the phone you know they're yeah, going okay. slow and steady mm-hmm. but they haven't really i don't think they've like gone out and seen each other you know he gets uh, the most action of the whole team that yeah, no no one on the team is getting any action actually. They're, right, they're literally no one. They've, they've Tilk is like, I'm not human, and I do not know what would happen if I got naked in front of a human. Oh wait, no, Tilk had his former girlfriend. They oh, that's up, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Tilk's been getting all the action. No one else has been getting any action. Uh, yeah. This is horrible. But this, yeah, this next episode, we'll see. We'll see what Daniel's doing. Uh, seeing his ex girlfriend, and doing like and seeing his ex-professor and then apparently one of them might be a gold and those ex-professors fucking dead oh all right come try oh come try come try you have anything i do well come try a uh suja organic cold press juice uh, various flavors, uh, mighty dozen, uh, all natural, delicious cold pressed vegetable juice on the go. Perfect. Try it. Try it today. Thank you. So I also have a healthy beverage mm-hmm. to endorse, and that is uh, Pepsi Nitro. <laughs> so as someone with gastroparesis, I like to get as many calories as possible. Mm-hmm. Any way I can, even if if it's just shitloads of sugar. So I, uh, but I can't drink bubbly stuff. That's where Pepsi Nitro made with real sugar that also comes in Pepsi Vanilla comes into play. It's a huge motherfucking can. It is like a Guinness or like a Nitro brew coffee. You pop it, you hold it upside down, you pour it into the glass, it foams up. It is it makes it so like creamy and silky and it's got like a little carbonation, but it's like not so much that it makes like fucks with my stomach. Mm. Um, I fucking love it. All right. Come try it. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around for those very real and boring advertisements. Mm -hmm. Um, Since you did, you are, you get to be here for our, our last little segment, which is called, Get to know your host with Sarah and Tori. Hello. Hello, hello. And we are once again using this um, box of questions called Actually Curious, but it is by a, um, it's um, a small like black owned business and it, they use the science of psychology of emotional connection and they help build connections through questions about background values and important issues. So let's see what our second question is. Bing, bang, boom. All right. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Okay. This is good. Think of three people you spent. This is so much better than our other deck. Okay. Think of three people you spend the most time with. What do they all have in common? Ooh. 
first off, the most the three people who I spend the most time with. That'd be one, my pod partner, Sarah. Uh, two, my roommate, Garrett. And three, my boss, Brian. Brian. I was so scared. I was so scared I wasn't going to make the list. Okay, good. No, that's true. That's you, my roommate, and my boss. <laughs> and what do you all have in common? You're all funny. You're all really Sweet. funny. I don't know your boss, but Garrett's definitely funny. So like, good company for that, me. That that is that is the thing, yeah. All right. So similar similar to your list, I can it starts off easy with you, my husband. Yeah, it's that third. It's that third, right? <laughs> it's, 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 it's having a third person I spent time with. I will say so. Right now, right now, I've been almost daily doing. Um, Marco Polo's with my friend Isis who lives in Maine Mm. and it's been amazing. Um, so what do you Isis and Chris have in common? I would say a lot of things probably. Um, I mean, you're all, you're definitely all funny and kind of in a sneak attack way where it's like, you're not like, you know, tap dancing for everybody. You're just like, you're just talking and suddenly something is really funny. Mm. Um, no, but mostly I would say like all three of you are very introspective and very interested in having conversations about introspect introspection and conversations that are about, um, that are conceptual that aren't like just, Oh, remember when we did this or remember when so-and-so did this or here's some gossip, but kind of like, Hey, this happened or somebody did do this. What, what, like, let's, huh. That's interesting. Like, let's talk about what's going on there. You know, mm. I think, I think depth, depth. Nice. Yeah. nice. Well, yeah, no, man, you have, you have a friend named Isis. I love that name. Yeah, it's I an do. Awesome name. Egy- Egyptian goddess. <laughs> there was a rough time to be called Isis, but oh, right, that's, well, well. <laughs> that's mostly, has that passed? Has that gone away? Uh, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's a little less hot than it was. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Cert, certain for certain. Yeah. All right. Um, well, uh, there you go, folks. You know, uh, I'm comforted. Uh, I'm comforted. Yeah. We hope you're comforted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've come to the, come to the end of the podcast. So take this comfort into the rest of your day or night or whatever you're doing. And, you know, you can listen to the other episodes as well on our website, the seventh symbol.com. And we're on pretty much every, you know, place you can find podcasts. So mm-hmm. look us up, you know, whatever is at your most convenient, really. And, and if you feel like it, you can write us a letter through electronic <laughs> mail. <laughs> at vertical watering hole at gmail.com. Oh a letter <laughs> electronically you want to start that in case in case you don't know the etiquette maybe you're very young you want to start that with dear sarah and tori that's right yeah yeah you, and, 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 and then end it with regards or sincerely sincerely you know. or i guess the modern thing is best what yeah. I, I haven't heard that all right oh yeah it's kind of businessy because like you don't want to be like too friendly in a businessy thing Wait, not even the best, just best? Just best, like wishing you the best. It's just short for wishing you the best. It's it's like cool. I dig it. I dig it. Cool. You had to be like best. I get it. I get it. Best. All right. uh, Well, in any case, folks, 
Gen Z, who's ever listening. Thank you for joining us at the Vertical Watering Hole. Yeah. All right. Uh, till next time, everybody. Holy Hannah. Yeah, sure. You betcha. Bye. It's based. Ha, <laughs> ha,